Hey, this is Khalil Ekelona, host of No More Normal. Today and for the rest of the legislative session, we'll be bringing you short daily updates on everything going on in the Roundhouse. It's a part of our joint project, Your New Mexico Government, brought to you by funding from the Thornburg Foundation. Here are our partners with New Mexico PBS with today's highlights and rundown. Thank you so much, Khalil. This is Friday, March 19th, 2021, and I am your host, Kevin McDonald, executive producer at New Mexico PBS. It is the last full day of the 2021 legislative session. Everything has to wrap up by noon tomorrow on Saturday the 20th. So there's just a little more than 24 hours left to get anything that's going to get through the legislature to the finish line. And it is going to be a sprint unlike any other, unless you consider every year during the last hours of the legislative session, always a bit of a rat race there. But it was an evening and a morning full of fireworks we want to get you up to date on. We'll start with House Bill 20. This is the Healthy Workplaces Bill that would require private sector employers to allow employees to earn paid sick leave. They would earn an hour of paid sick leave for every 30 hours worked. Again, House Bill 20 started out with that basic premise for private sector employers to require them to allow their employees to earn paid sick leave. Uh, this week, as it moved through the Senate, it was amended to also include public public sector employees, but that led to most of the fireworks earlier this morning, late last night on this. Um, Senator Mimi Stewart amended it to take the public sector requirement out of it, saying that it would be a bill killer and that the governor would have to veto it if it came to that. And... Part of the rationale there is that most public sector employees already have sick leave uh, arrangements in place and also that their work situations and public unions and things are just entirely different. And so that's why Senator Stewart said it would be a deal breaker. Uh, But that led to a lot of back and forth and things got testy for sure, Uh, testy enough as lawmakers went back and forth that the Senate eventually took a 30-minute break after saying it would be a 10-minute break. And then um, there were speeches when they came back. There were speeches at the end of last night's session, which went to almost 3 this morning, uh, talking about civility and the way uh, lawmakers are treating one another. And in in particular, fairly uh, large number of comments about how female members of both the Senate and the House are treated. Um, Again, Mimi Stewart, the uh, author of the amendment to House Bill 20 in the Senate, uh, faced a lot of blunt questioning, um, to say the least, about that amendment, which sparked all of this. But several other female lawmakers have chimed in to say that treatment is nothing new. Um, And we saw Senate Majority Leader Peter Wirth uh, give a speech imploring everyone to treat each other more respectfully. And so lots and lots of fireworks. I'm sure that will continue into the final hours and maybe 
something that leads to other action down the road. But again, bottom line, House Bill 20, the Healthy Workplaces Bill, passed out of the Senate and uh, will need to have some concurrence with the House before it can go on to the governor's office. Otherwise, it would go to conference committee to try to hash out any differences. All right, House Joint Resolution 1. This is another landmark one. This is the Land-Grant Permanent Fund. It also passed the Senate after several hours of debate yesterday on a 26 to 16 vote. Again, as a reminder, this would allow the state to take out more money from the Land-Grant Permanent Fund to pay for early childhood and childhood education programs. Right now, 5% is taken out each year. That would be bumped up now to 6.25%, so an additional one and a quarter percent per year, and it would generate an extra $127 million a year to expand early childhood programs and about $85 million a year for K-12 programs, while another $34 million go to other beneficiaries of the permanent fund, such as universities and hospitals. Um, this is, for those of you who have been following the legislature for a while, is a huge political breakthrough. Uh, this is a measure that gets brought up every year, and the House at five different times over the last 10 years have passed has passed this legislation only to see it die in the Senate each time. Now, this is a constitutional amendment, so the fact that it passed out of the um, out of the Senate means that it will now end up on a ballot where all of us, the voters, will decide its ultimate fate. But again, it has never made it anywhere close to this far, and it uh, is on its way to the next step, um, and you may see it on a ballot as soon as next year. All right, House Bill 291, which is a comprehensive tax package. It was approved in the Senate Finance Committee yesterday on a 7-4 to four vote, but with a ton of changes. Some of the big ones that remove tax hikes on New Mexico corporations and higher income residents. That was at the request of business groups who are not happy with the increases overall. It would still expand to tax breaks for low-income New Mexico workers, though. And with the combination of those two things, uh, this will cost the state an additional $70 million a year. And uh, especially with pandemic relief coming in, uh, lawmakers seem to feel like that was okay for next year, but no idea what the plan is uh, moving forward after that. But it, it uh, also is just a committee hearing. It passed out of Senate Finance again, so it heads to the Senate floor next. As we mentioned earlier, um, recreational cannabis is on the agenda today, lots of other things, so not sure how much further this one will go, but if it makes it to the full Senate floor $70 million price tag on that. Um, and if it passed out of the Senate, it would still have to go back to the House due to those amendments. So uh, a long ways to go with not a lot of hours left, uh, unfortunately. But we will keep an eye on that. Senate Bill 32, we've talked about this. It's Roxy's Law, as it's called, which would forbid the use of traps, snares, wildlife poisons on public lands. This passed out of the full House last night by the narrowest of margins possible. That's right, one vote. There were three hours of emotional debate on both sides, and this vote really did not come down to partisan 
politics, it largely came down to rural versus urban, with stories of people who oppose Roxy's Law, talking about coyotes that attack livestock, and um, some personal stories about animals that have been lost because of that. And on the other side, you have people talking about how people may be afraid to use our public lands because they don't want their family, beloved family pet to be killed or hurt by these traps or snares. And uh, that is why this is called Roxy's Law. It's named after an animal, Roxy, that was killed by one of these traps in 2018. There are exceptions in the bill for Native American ceremonies and ecosystem management by government agencies, and cage traps would be permitted in some circumstances. So again, passed out of the full house, may need a bit of concurrence on any changes, but should be headed to the governor's desk. Senate Bill 66, we've talked a lot about that, predatory lending reform. Uh, This is trying to cap the interest rate on small loans in the state. It started out with a 36% cap, which matches the military cap and what several other states do. That's how it passed out of the Senate. But you remember it was amended in the House uh, to put in a cap of instead of 36%, 99% for loans under $1,100. Um, which is still less than the current cap of 175%, but supporters of the original SB 66 aren't happy with the 99% either. There was some back and forth yesterday to try to iron out changes through concurrence. Seems that neither the House or the Senate is willing to budge there, so this should be headed to conference committee with with the clock again ticking down. So we will see what happens with Senate Bill 66 All right, lastly, we want to talk about House Bill 200. We haven't talked about this yet, but the Senate voted earlier this week uh, to approve this bill, which brings finality to a long, long debate over the Gila River. It's been raging since passage of the Arizona Water Settlement Act of 2004. Senate voted 26 to 15 in favor of the bill, which will transfer authority for $80 million in federal funds from that Central Arizona project to the Water Trust Board for Water Infrastructure Projects in Luna, Catron, Grant, and Hidalgo counties. And by in doing so, basically puts an end to the controversial Gila Diversion Project for good. So that is something I know a lot of people have been following and be interested in, but money to set aside $80 million for the Gila Diversion Project that was in legal battles for years and years, uh, but basically fell apart this past year, now can be used towards other projects in those counties. It is headed to the governor for her signing. Again, expect the law, the lawmakers today, um, I think both houses are due back around midday, lunchtime after late nights, um, and the house may be in a little bit earlier. They have full agendas, um, but obviously more things to tackle than time to do it in. And we will have a complete update for you on how things wrap up tomorrow morning and into the final hours as well as after Cine Die on Saturday. But until then, all of you, please stay safe and stay healthy. And we will check in with you again tomorrow.
This has been a Your NM Government legislative update from our partners at NMPBS. I'm Namono host Khalil Ekelona. Before you go, leave us a review. It really helps us out. And a quick reminder to tune in this Sunday at 11 a.m. on KUNM 89.9 FM for a new episode of Namono.